live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. A campaign to save the Cambridge Blue Cross Cat Rehoming Centre has resulted in a petition which has now reached over 10,000 signatures. One of those involved in the campaign uh, joins me now. She's uh, Leslie Mackey. Good morning to you, Leslie. Good morning. Uh, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Now, as I understand it, um, I guess it's probably understandable given the, given the circumstances, staff who work directly for the Blue Cross uh, Centre in Cambridge can't uh, really talk about it. But I, I know from personal experience that a, as a team of uh, volunteers, of which you are one, uh, are very anxious uh, to get the word out. I know that a, uh, a friend of mine who's uh, gotten a couple of kittens over the years, I think, uh, from you, sent me a message, you've got to do something, you've got to do something. And, and you got in touch with us uh, as well. So uh, what's, what's the story here? What, why, why are they looking to, uh, to shut up shop? Um, well, the the CEO and trustees have been doing a uh, review and they say they need to save a million pounds in the next year. And so they're proposing to close three, no, four of the charities who live in rehoming centres, um, which is rather large chunk. Yeah, no, it's, it's quite a... And, and what, you know, because the centre I gather in, in Cambridge has been there since since 1935, and that's a, that's, that's a, a long old time, isn't it? There's been, you know, pretty much, a, you know, been, been a part of the city since then. It was actually bought for um, by a lady called Kathleen Mason in 1935, and um, we don't know when it was moved across to the Blue Cross, but she was actually an amazing lady, Um buying this with her own money. She was married, so buying it with her own money back then um, was it was unusual. And then she ended up staying, um, till, I think they said till about the 1960s, um, you know, working there herself. So she wasn't just the person who bought it and left it. She was actually very involved in the charity too. Mm. And how did you get in... in her grave. Yeah, <laughs> how, how did you get involved yourself? Um, well, I've adopted, um, well, at the time I had adopted two cats from the Blue Cross and I wanted to give something back because they give us such a lot of love um, and company to me. I live by myself, so my two cats are my, you know, my company. And therefore I went, I contacted them and they said, yeah, they were looking for volunteers, especially people who'd had some um, experience with the cats so that I could go and be trained to sit in with the cats that are not quite as friendly, those are perhaps a bit shy or oh. need a little bit of coaching. Uh, I, remember, I remember a friend of mine had a cat who was a, a bit grumpy and they taught it to basically, uh, it's, it's anybody he didn't like, would come around and say, tickle his tummy, he likes that, which was well, the cat would... <laughs> <laughs> have a have a have a little have a little go at them. So they're not they're not they're not all the ones who sort of you know wander off and <laughs> or something like. Um... Well, the staff there, the staff at the centre in Cambridge are so experienced in working with cats that other people would think would not be rehomable. Um, there's one with thirty years experience, one with twenty nine, one with twenty four, and if you lose that, you've lost such a resource. Mm-hmm. You know. You cannot replace the experience. What? I've seen them with cats who, I mean, wouldn't let you touch them. Um, and it's taken months sometimes to get them to a place where they can be rehomed. But that's what the rehoming centre's there for, is to work with the cats to get them all a lovely new home where they 
feel safe and people feel safe with them. It's, it's an interesting one because obviously so many organisations have struggled this, this past year because they simply can't do the fundraising that, uh, that, that is, is, is needed. We, we've spoken to a number of organisations on Cambridge 105 Radio about that. But equally, we've run news stories about how everybody's getting pets during lockdown. <laughs> yeah. So one, one might imagine that, um, that Blue Cross uh, has been busy over the last year. Well, what, what's your picture of that? Well, I haven't been able to be involved very much in the last year because of COVID. Um, the centre is only open to the staff to work there. Right. Um, so it just sums I mean, up the yeah, problem, really. If you, yeah. can't, if you can't open up as much, then you're not going to yeah. be, able, be able to attract people in. But, you know, we are worried that as people start going back to work, you know, their pets may not cope and there may be an influx of pets right. needing rehoming. Um so that so, is a concern. So you've you've sent out the petition, and am I right? Is, is ten thousand signatures, or have you got some more We're now? Actually, twelve thousand six hundred. Wow, that, so. that's very impressive. And I'm I'm just shocked by how how it's been, um, and the support we've had, and the comments people are saying that they've adopted cats from there. Um, you know, it's part of the sort of furniture of Cambridge. It was given to the. It was given to the Blue Cross, therefore they shouldn't be selling it. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a tricky one. I know, you know my, my sister has got... Uh, well, so I forget what they were called. They, they weren't called what she's now named them. They're, they are now Smoke and Fluff, but uh, she got some... Uh, um, after, I think, a Ladybird book she, she read many years ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that's that's the thing, though, isn't it? So many people and so many of us know someone who's who's been there and been able to, to, to help rehome a cat. Yeah. And I mean, I went, uh, Blue Cross wants to move to a method of um, advertising the cats, like on a website and trying to link them up with people then, which they do a little bit of at the moment, but that only works for the more simple cats, as I would say. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't have homed my cats if I had seen them on a computer screen. It wasn't until I met them mm. that they told me. It kind of feels a little know. bit like a dating agency. You know, you, you can yeah. you can put up the little photographs of them, but you really need to go on a first date and, and meet them and, uh, and, and, and you know, well, find if they've got any funny habits or anything like that. Yeah. And also, um, I visited mine several times before I brought them home, and that really helped them because they were used to me, and I would take blankets from my house to them to get them used to the different smells um one of mine was so shy they said he won't come out his his little bed and he did and that was it and he's only friendly to me nobody else but i wouldn't have chosen him so, so um, what's, what's your target then for for the uh, petition is there a, a point at which you'll say right we're going to hand it over now they've absolutely got to listen because we've got um, uh, all of these signatures well we can't they get they get updates every time uh, a, a new level is reached and if I post an update on the petition as well they get that too unfortunately I don't think they're listening to us mm. um, and, and if they don't if they continue not to listen as you say do you think that there's the chance that somebody else would be able to take on the centre in, in some shape or form? Is it a matter of they, they sell the building, they get the money from the building, which presumably would go towards helping uh, cats, just not in Cambridge? Well, they're, they're, they've got um, properties in Torbay, Tiverton, both in Devon, 
somewhere near Oxford and Cambridge, and they're planning to. They would their plan would be to sell all four sites, and we're a bit suspicious because they're the sites that are will bring in the most amount of money. You know, the most valuable land. Um, I just it's part of the new three year strategy is to um, do more digitally. But we are we have been a charity for so long that if someone who takes in and rehomes cats, what's going to happen? You know, if a box of with a mum and her litter are dumped somewhere and they're covered in fleas and everything. You can't send them to a foster mm. carer like that. They need treatment and, you know. Yeah, I guess somebody, some, somebody somewhere has to, has to, yeah. to, to pick and up the no, pieces there. So, so Leslie, if somebody's listening and thinks, well, hang on a moment, I got my cats from there. I, I want to sign this petition. Where, where do they need to go to do that? Um, the, it's on the website change.org and if you search there for Save Cambridge Blue Cross. Okay. And on there you'll find lots of updates as well since that has been going on in the last couple of weeks. I've been working with volunteers from the other centres as well and we sent an open letter to the CEO and trustees which they don't appear to be replying to. So we'll just keep, we'll keep yeah. on at them. Okay, well, look, Leslie, thank you very much for for joining thank us uh, this morning. Let, let us know, uh, let us know how you get on, and I, I, do, I do hope thank that it's uh, uh, successful. I do have to say, I've got in touch with uh, the uh, Blue Cross, and they uh, they gave us a, a bit of a long statement. I'm not going to read it all, but a couple of bits which are possibly uh, worth going through. Uh, it's with deep regret that Blue Cross confirms that the charity has entered into consultation with 110 employees whose jobs have been placed at risk of redundancy. The incredibly difficult decision to enter into consultation has come at a challenging period in which Blue Cross has explored several options to ensure financial sustainability for the charity and its work uh, going forward. Thanks to volunteers uh, who have uh, helped the charity in recent times. It says the reality is we need to make £1 million worth of savings in 2021. We also need the right structure in place to ensure we are best placed to fulfil our three-year strategy to help more pets and people who need our help across the UK. Uh, We wish to reassure supporters and colleagues that while the consultation process is taking place, the charity and its staff and volunteers will still be carrying out all the vital services and support for pet owners. That's a statement, or part of it anyway, which we got uh, from Blue Cross. Uh, Thanks again uh, to Leslie Mackey for joining us uh, on the programme this morning. It is now a quarter to twelve. Cambridge 105 Radio.